Hey guys, welcome to Before and After, a podcast on people's health and weight loss journeys. Today you're hearing from Naomi and how exercise and changing her mindset helped her lose 30 pounds. Let's head to her story and see how she did it. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You wanna, like, okay. I couldn't be more ready, actually. Really? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say this is the ideal circumstance, considering I literally just ate my weight in a burger and fries. A double burger, which I didn't even mean to order. Um, but I mean, it's all about balance. I like to think about it as, like, shocking your body. You know what I mean? Like, how um, you kind of plateau when you lose weight, and mm-hmm. you just can't lose any more weight. And people think, oh, I just need to eat less. But really, you need to just, like, shock your body and give them food that it's not used to. Like, oh, like, a burger. I can metabolize this. I can, like, eat it. This is great. I've missed this, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you start eating healthy, and your body's like, oh, okay, like, now I got to, like, get smaller. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Is that, like, a scientific It's, like, a real thing? scientific thing, but I didn't really explain it very scientifically, so. That's okay. I was, I was, uh, I've heard that before, that, like, it's good to have a cheat day where you eat. Mm-hmm. Even if you're eating healthy um, consistently, it's good to have like a once a week cheat day where you kind of purposely go to, go overboard and mm-hmm. eat like everything. And then yeah. that actually helps speed up your metabolism somehow by like, sh- I guess, shocking your body. Like it just doesn't know what to expect. Like it knew what to expect with the salad you're eating or like the salmon or the grilled chicken. That's and true. then it's like, oh, a burger? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. So. I'd be curious to do research on that particular thing I mean I think I mean I agree with just like incorporating good food like into your diet and not making it like something that's just super restrictive Mm because I feel like that's never really worked and um I've no because I've tried like every diet and like I've tried that mentality of just like extreme like just you know cutting everything out completely that is not vegetables and lean Mm -hmm. chicken and fruit some like a little bit of fruit and like oatmeal is like the only carb you can eat so it's like I've had like really restrictive diets just because I constantly felt like I had to lose weight but in reality like those kinds of diets not only don't work because they're not sustainable but they Mm -hmm. also really like fuck with your mind they Mm -hmm. just put you in this place where if you feel like you cheat then you feel like bad about yourself and that's really like the most unhealthy thing that you would want to do because in reality, like, we both know that food is really just a lifestyle, you know, like, what you choose to eat, and it it filters into your whole life, like, Mm -hmm. how, who who you hang out with, like, what you do, Mm -hmm. um, how you spend your time, like, you know. Yeah, that's true, too, like, I feel like I have, like, super healthy friends, but I, like, never see them, and my friends (laughs) who go overboard and eat really badly, I don't see them either, you know, it's, like, about, like, a balance of it, or you just don't hang out with you pick who you hang out with based on, you know, your your own lifestyle, and a lot of that deals with food, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I know that for me, like, growing up, food was, like, the center of, of everything. I mean, mm-hmm. um, meals were when we all got together, and, like, in my family, and, like, shared, like, our day, and it was really just where we all came together as, like, it was a very communal thing, mm-hmm. so it was, like, eat and eat because... Like, that'll make the time last longer, you know, to be together. So I know, like, that's how I was raised. Like, um, you know, I come from, like, a, you know, I guess, like, a middle class, like, lower middle class family. So, like, 
Um, you know, we didn't necessarily get everything we wanted, but there was never an issue. Like, you could get any food. Like, food was always a thing that, like, a, was abundant, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was ne- you would never, n- you know, I would never get, like, no one would ever say no to me in terms of food. Like, I could mm-hmm. have as much food as I wanted, even if I didn't have, like, other stuff that other people had. It was always, like, I could eat as much food as I wanted. So I know that kind of made me really seek out, like, food was, like, such a comfort thing. And I think it is mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, you know... Um, a way to I don't know I, just, I think it's just like um, I don't know Joe Rogan uses this word like food um, uh, mouth pleasure like it's just people <laughs> just are like so upset like obsessed with that pleasure of yeah. like getting a mouth sensation of eating and like it's just an like, oral fixation exactly yeah I knew a girl in college she had like an eating issue and she'd always be chewing gum she was like oh I, people only want to eat because it's an oral fixation um, so she, she'd chew up gum all the way all the time granted that was not healthy at all i would not recommend anyone to do that but chewing gum wasn't healthy the way she enacted the way the way that she um lived her life she she never had a cheat day she she, like definitely had an eating disorder for sure um but this story isn't about her it's about you (laughs) okay yeah so so you grew up eating all these different kinds of foods like when did you when did you think you needed to make a change with what you were doing? And how did you get to that point where you, you knew you needed to do something different than what you were doing? I think, like, I always noticed that I was overweight. Like, it was always, like, something that was very apparent to me. And I was very insecure about it. I mean, you know, as soon as, like, adolescence hit, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I was I was always overweight. And most of the people in my family were overweight. Because, again, like, you know, at that point, like healthy eating wasn't really as trendy or as you know there wasn't I mean the internet wasn't as ubiquitous so like Mm -hmm. you know the knowledge wasn't out there of really like how much of an impact healthy living healthy food makes in your life so Mm -hmm. and and also we didn't have the means necessarily to be um you know spending money on like really high quality food like organic food yeah I mean you know when I was a kid I mean so like everyone in my family was pretty much overweight like you know there was four kids and two adults so portions were never like a thing like I never you know it's like you look at like a serving size like I didn't even Mm -hmm. understand like I would look at it and be like what does that mean almost like Mm -hmm. do I actually like I never paid attention to that it was always just like eat until you're stuffed like that was the mentality all the time Mm -hmm. and then you know once I became an adolescent and became more aware of like you know wanting to look good and like wanting like like attention from boys it was like oh wow like I'm really and and just like you know how it is for girls teenage girls Mm -hmm. like it's always like such a focus like how you look and how much you weigh and you know in the 90s like when I was growing up like being super skinny was like in like everybody wanted to be super skinny so thank god it's not like that anymore I know it really has changed like just you know I guess like I know I know everyone says like Kim Kardashian was like the you know the person who kind of like paved the way for like curvy bodies (laughs) thanks Kim Kardashian yeah (laughs) thanks for that um contribution um <laughs> to society so there was a lot of pressure definitely on, i mean i'm sure you felt that too yeah just I totally. like looking a certain way mm-hmm. um and it's amazing because i think like obviously like teenagers today have their own issues because of like social media which wasn't a thing when we were teenagers i mean when i was a teenager it yeah, wasn't but a thing. we had but we had tv we had we had tv posters right? we had other things that showed right. us like are we the ideal body type? Exactly. No. Pop yes. icons, by the yeah. Spice Girls, and whatever. Everyone you know. was wearing midriffs. Exactly, midriffs. Like and I was like, wow, I can never do that. Or mm-hmm. belly button rings, yeah. you know, bikinis and stuff at the beach. Um, and again, like, you know, I grew up in it, like, I wasn't allowed really to, like, show midriff. Like, you know, 
Um, but like still, like even with my sister, like her and I, like the first diet we tried, we were both in middle school. It was called LA Weight Loss. Wow, in middle and school, that's so early. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think she had maybe she she was maybe she was maybe already in high school, but I know I was like. 12, 12 or 13, mm-hmm. and um, we saw this commercial on TV that was LA Weight Loss, and like I don't think it exists anymore, but it was basically you eat you you, know, you eat very healthy, and then you um, also get these like supplemental bars and shakes mm-hmm. that you can buy, yeah. and that kind of helps you get your like fix for sweets, so you don't eat you know shitty oh. food. Um, and my mom like paid for us to do this program. It was expensive, but she like paid Damn. for us to do it and at first we both succeeded and you know you basically you go in um a couple times a week and you like weigh in mm-hmm. and then you keep track you keep a food diary and it you're supposed to track everything you eat and then go over it with like the la technician i mean the person there who's just i don't know like, like a, a random person like i guess like not trainer. nobody's like a dietitian or i don't think any of those people are certified they wore these like white lab coats but <laughs> you know you would check in and they would weigh you and then you would talk about what you ate mm-hmm. um you know and so you know i think at first it worked but then like eventually i think i was just too young to really have a type of accountability so i just started yeah. lying you know yeah. i would like cheat i would just eat like three or four bars like I would eat these like protein bars but I would eat like instead of having just like one or two a day I would have like four or five because you never really talked about like portion control growing up exactly like I just didn't have like a healthy idea I d- it was just really hard I think to maintain when I was that young to really take it as like a priority like really yeah, seriously and like when you are 12 like should it really be a priority for you you know what I mean it, I guess right. it depends on how on your actual lifestyle if, it re- if you really were like super overweight or was it like I think I was right I mean I think I was definitely like at least 20 pounds overweight you know but again yeah I was really young so I didn't really I haven't really thought about that it's like I was really young it wasn't like an integrative like mindset it wasn't Mm -hmm. like oh I need to like change my lifestyle to be healthy it was just like oh I need to lose weight and like diet you know Mm -hmm. and like this will be over soon like that kind of mentality which like you know I was a kid so I didn't really understand but Mm -hmm. you know and then I eventually ended up gaining all my weight back at some point but I would still be going in and my mom would be paying for this program that I wasn't really like Mm -hmm. doing my sister ended up having a lot of success with it but Mm -hmm. eventually she also gained some weight back too Mm -hmm. um and it just like just stopped working so I think that was like my first exposure to like the diet world um and it was just a very rough um self like afflicting like struggle in a way because I just was always beating myself up about um my weight and just like that using that as a measure of like people liking me and just Mm -hmm. always having that insecurity of like oh well this guy would never like me because I'm fat or like, mm-hmm. you know, I have to prove myself in other ways because I'm never going to be attractive. You know, it's like that was very yeah. destructive thoughts that I had for like most of my um, teen years and even into my adult years, mm-hmm. um, like as in like in college, like just still having that mentality of like, you know, well, if I can't be beautiful and fit, at least I can be smart and mm-hmm. um, be funny. You know, so I think um, a lot of like my sense of humor developed from thinking like, well, that's like where like I, I need to sh- compensate at some point, right? And or like really have att- no get attention to yeah. have attention because I knew yeah. like I wasn't going to be one of those pretty girls that got attention because I was attractive. So at least I could get attention because I was funny. Mm-hmm. So you know that the the weight battle definitely continued and struggle with eating and like binge eating problems. I think in general, like in my family, like. Um, 
like especially at the women like me and my sister my mom definitely had like food issues Mm -hmm. and I feel like it is a bigger issue for women um, because I feel like women's bodies are more um, objectified than men's overall completely exactly true and you always see like an overweight like you don't always see it but like overweight men with like pretty skinny girls because they're funny like you know what I mean or things like that like guys like Seth Rogen or um, I don't know other bigger guys who can like kind of compensate because they are funny and things like that well i I see it just walking around the city like just and in general the expectations where it's like oh Mm -hmm. well it's okay for guys to let themselves go a little bit but once like a woman starts to let herself go it's like people talk about it people talk about it or like the guy cheats on her it's like because she's like not you know in her prime anymore or he like gets with someone younger or like Mm -hmm. whatever you know i think yes i totally agree that being object we start getting objectified at a really young age and you know our value is attributed to our looks and our weight and Mm -hmm. you know so i always felt that way and i mean i you know i excelled you know i still like was good at school and everything but i think definitely like that deep-seated notion of like i'm ugly because i'm fat was like a big thing for me um well i think you know um, I'm way past that now in my life, and I see mm-hmm. things so differently than I did, you know, because I've gained control over that aspect of my life. Like, I know how to take control of it, whereas before I didn't understand yeah. what it took when I was young, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and in high school, you know, I still tried to eat healthy, but I still would have these problems with going to food for comfort and binge eating and just mm-hmm. eating, hiding, hiding eating, you know, like... Yeah you know, taking a bag of shredded cheese out of my fridge at 10 p.m. and going into my room and eating it while watching TV in private and, like, Mm -hmm. hiding it because it gave me comfort and it it felt like the only thing that made me feel feel better about things. And, you know, if I had known that, like, maybe if I talked to somebody about, you know, what I was Mm -hmm. going through or if I, you know, tried to be more active without feeling self-conscious about, run, you know, being in sports. I always felt like I was never good enough for being on a sports team or being, you know, just I just didn't have confidence. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, girls have that thing where they just don't know that everyone has that ability to be confident. You know, yeah. we all fake it a little bit. Even in our adulthood, we've realized that confidence is really just about feeling confident. Yeah. And it's kind of nothing projecting else. confidence mm-hmm. when in, even if you're not really that secure, mm-hmm. as long as you project it, it eventually kind of comes. Like you fake it till you make it. Exactly. That is like my mantra like that I've used <laughs> for so, so long. It's just to fake it till you make it. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree. I need to work on faking it till I make it more. I but. mean, it's hard because it does feel sometimes like not genuine and hence like the faking it or it feels like people are so um you know you're you're competing against other people for Mm -hmm. validation all the time other girls especially i think is a big thing too um and i mean high school i think sucks for most people so it does (laughs) you know just like not really how to be okay with yourself yeah and not really having anyone to tell you that you're i guess like you know your parents tell you your friends tell you but i think it's just part of growing up is like realizing that people's opinions don't matter you yeah. know that much yeah, to just give less fucks to give less fucks exactly it's um, really hard to do that <laughs> it's really hard so like do you think once you started like your kind of like different lifestyle of just you know not doing strict dieting and just kind of eating healthier do you think you gained more confidence along the way or I think I realized that it's like a slow path you know and it's Mm -hmm. like it's it's a journey really to to healthy 
living and, and being being in it. And it's really connected to your mind and how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. And once I, um, I mean, I went away to college and I became more of my own person. I think that was the stepping stone um, to realizing um, how I could be in control of my life and shape my life and, and what I wanted surrounding, what I wanted to eat and the people I wanted around me, what job, you know, like in terms of what, what I wanted to pursue, my ambitions, like all that kind of came together for me. I mean, college, you know, I would still say that my, I was, I actually got very overweight in college because of the partying and then the cafeteria food and the unhealthy, it was, an, it's really an unhealthy lifestyle. It really is. Um, and That's and why was, they call it the freshman 15. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I was... I still, I didn't have that. And again, like it was still the notion. I didn't know how to be balanced. I think mm. I never knew that. And I never understood that concept in childhood. I was just like a workhorse. Um, I thought the more I studied, the better I would do. And sometimes that, I mean, I think that works in high school well, but in college it doesn't necessarily work well. Just had very unhealthy habits of just going ex- extremes all the time. So it's like, okay, well, I'm going to stay up all night studying. And because I'm staying up all night, I'm going to have like a you know, a milkshake and three donuts and a tub of peanut butter. And it's fine because it's like, I'm, I'm going to succeed and get a really good grade on this test. So it doesn't matter what, you know, what I'm doing to my body. It wasn't about balance because you were just trying to study. You weren't trying to think about your, the intake of your body. You were, it wasn't full picture. Exactly. And and that's how I, I was for a long time was just like very, um, not thinking of the big picture of like how everything affects the other thing if I if you eat that if you eat all that shit you're gonna get like a sugar high and then you're gonna plummet yeah. and you're gonna feel like you're not gonna be able to get anything done mm-hmm. not only that you're gonna feel horrible the next day because you overloaded your body with all this shit yeah um and so I think a lot of those lessons that you learn about the cause and effect of things you know you learn as an adult like yeah. what you know and you see it in relationships too and the way you talk to people and the friends the interactions you have with people and mm-hmm. just thinking that you know how are you going to feel tomorrow about this and yeah. how is it really going to what's the result going to be that's true so what at was there like a turning point for you at all when you like knew you couldn't just have that tunnel vision where you needed to be more full picture and more balanced I think it came like after college when I got like a job and everything slowed down. You know, mm-hmm. my my life became much more simple. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, living in my own place and my own, you know, I was my my parents and family were in Philly. I was in Princeton, New Jersey. I was starting my job. I was finally like totally independent. Mm-hmm. I was making money. I had I had my own income. I had um, expendable income. So mm-hmm. I had money to spend on healthier food, on a gym membership. These are all things I was like oh well I can start to try to do these things and Mm -hmm. like you know I think it was getting into a routine that really helped me structuring my life because before that I was just so hung up on like getting good grades and studying all the time for school and just like trying to succeed academically but now it's like all that didn't matter anymore and it was more about creating a real life Mm -hmm. and all and a real life has lots of elements to it so um, I think just realizing that I had access to like a more structured life and starting to realized the um it just became much more appealing to me you Mm -hmm. know and I mean even after college I definitely had like a couple years of I was still like going out three or four times a week but then eventually I realized and like I would like go out through three four times a week but then I would like try to eat healthy and I lived with like a vegan roommate Mm -hmm. uh, you know and I started to see that I could eat a little healthier and like I joined a gym. I was still, you know, still not really losing weight because I was eating, you know, I was drinking a lot and not eating. I was eating healthy food, but eating a lot of it. So again, like portion issues, like not Mm -hmm. knowing 
portions and and what how big of an effect that makes so when did you figure that out when you're like oh i shouldn't be eating three protein bars you know um i think i think a lot of it had to do with like starting yoga i don't like know how exactly like that really played a big part in balance for me but like starting to take hot yoga and hot yoga really taught me how to have a lot of um like perseverance because it's it's a very tough practice and you have to you slowly build up in it to a point where you can do moves but like at first like if you walk into like a hot um yoga bikram class it's like Mm -hmm. your first class i know for me i couldn't do like anything but it like the focus was not on like trying to like get the the poses full throttle it was just like do what you can like and and how hot of a room it was and just like the the most important part is just stay in this room for 90 minutes even if you don't move the fact that you're in the room in a 105 degree room for 90 minutes shows like progress okay so i think just like incremental being okay with incremental progress was something that was like a resounding like thing for me and it Mm. it fed into everything okay well you know you're not going to lose 20 pounds in a month but Mm. maybe you can start to pay more attention to what you're eating and then you'll see eventually results and you'll start to feel better about yourself Mm. and if you go to the gym not only do you get to burn off calories but you start feeling good about yourself that's true yeah um and you build confidence so it's like the more i started to integrate that stuff I started to just gain more and more confidence and then it gave me more determination to do more and Mm -hmm. then it became my life it became my life and it it just like encompassed like how I felt about myself and what my life was going to be like and you weren't looking for like external validation after that point you were just or you know trying not to as much compared to when you were younger well I Um, think yeah definitely because you were like And the focus was different. I think a lot of it did really have to do with like going from the um, having no control over my, you know, like being out of my parents' household or being Mm -hmm. in college and having really no control over my lifestyle as much as I I thought I had no control because I wasn't financially independent and I was kind of reliant on other people. But getting like getting from that point to like being like independent was, I think, like what really like made that shift happen for me mm-hmm. and then it was just also seeing results is really validating and then <laughs> yeah, starting to true. hang out with people who mm-hmm. who are active like one of my very good friends in Princeton was a personal trainer she was like a track um she was a track and field star in college and she mm-hmm. also was a personal trainer so we would like we would work out together oh, and so good. it's like you know I think just it's just really awesome how like working out just changes your whole perspective about life and mm-hmm. and really just releases so much stress. Yeah. And makes, instead of like eating to exactly get rid of the stress, you work out and then you lose weight. <laughs> exactly. And you feel better about yourself, feel more confident. Obviously you get more attention, which I can't deny is like also a motivating factor. The fact that <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yeah, like I feel like I'm more respected too because of it. You know, I think mm-hmm. it really just feeds into your ego and you, in a way it's good. So maybe sometimes you have to work on other things. You don't want it to like mm-hmm. completely consume you. So were there uh, ways to kind of keep yourself in check to make sure you weren't going overboard with like working out or eating like too too much or too little? Um, I never had that problem because okay. I <laughs> I've never gotten to the point where I'm like super strict. I mean, <laughs> um, I think that well there was one point where I was doing um, I was part of OA Overeaters Anonymous, which mm-hmm. is kind of like AA but for like for over people who overeat. Mm-hmm. So it's a very similar structure where. You go to meetings every week and you tell like a story about like, you know, eating that mm-hmm. week and what you struggled with. And then you like say these like you read out of a book, these like, oh. you know, ma- I don't know, like mantras, mantras. And um, and you 
you it's it was very very strict so it was like you have to eat specific foods and like that's all you get and it's like you have to weigh every single thing mm-hmm. you have to write every single every single thing down so it's like you kind of went you back have a sponsor high school, yeah of. exactly it was very similar LA fit, the la fitness la weight loss it, yeah weight it was loss. like um and you have a sponsor you call every morning and tell oh, them wow. like what you're eating that day mm-hmm. so it was very much like aa and it actually worked that was like the most effective program for me wow. i did it for the i did it the summer after my freshman year i lost like 20 pounds awesome. i looked really good Mm-hmm. I felt really good. I was like the most confident. You obviously don't drink alcohol or anything either. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt the most confident I've ever felt. Um, but as soon as I went went back to college, I just couldn't stick to it. Yeah. You know, I just got yeah. I went full back in the swing of things in college, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a priority anymore. So I gained all the way back within the first year. Um, and I gained even more weight on top of that. So when I graduated college, I was about two hundred pounds, and I'm five six. So I was never like obese, but it was definitely like I was very heavy and I looked very bloated and I just looked very unhealthy and mentally I wasn't healthy. You know, I think, I mean, I studied for my exams and I did, you know, what I could, but you know, my lifestyle was not healthy. I was drinking a lot. I was binge drinking like a couple few days a week. I was partying. I was you know eating bad because mm-hmm. you know once if you go out a couple nights a week the next day you're hungover you eat greasy pizza yeah. everything was there too it was an mm-hmm. all-you-can-eat cafeteria yeah and i had full... then, like, then once you went to once you started like a real job you didn't have that buffet. you literally exactly didn't have a buffet, so, I, so i was like okay well i can just go buy a huge salad and like yeah. that'll be my lunch and it was like okay you have an hour lunch break it's like a structure you yeah. know so i think having structure was a big was deal a big for deal. me yeah so um, how much weight did you lose overall um, so i was about 200 pounds at my height at my highest point when i graduated college in 2010 now i weigh um 163 so okay. that's like about a 30 30 pound weight loss that's awesome over the course of um seven years so that's like pretty reasonable yeah you know and do you feel like it's more it's not really about like how much weight you lost do you feel it's more about your, yes your definitely. relationship to food definitely and- my relationship with myself mm-hmm. my relationship with food not going n- realizing that not every problem is going to be solved by eating or drinking yeah you know um, like realizing that I have the power to change my circumstances through what I do, mm-hmm. not just feeling like a victim and sul- you know sulking in a corner and stuffing my face with food to comfort myself. You know, just yeah. getting away from that victim mentality. Yeah. Um, and do you feel like you learned a lot of that from OA? Um, I. Or is it just you know? Life? I don't know if it was OA. <laughs> I think it was really through getting starting to love like working out and physical fitness, making it like not something mm-hmm. I dreaded, but something I liked to do. Yeah. Something that was meditative for me. Where I've had a lot of experiences. Um, you know, I, I moved eight times in three years. Mm-hmm. I was kind of didn't know where I was doing, where I was gonna live. Mm-hmm. I was all over the place. But the one constant in that time was healthy eating and working out. Mm-hmm. You know, and it wasn't, I really just felt like it was a really big, important thing for me to stay mentally, you know, healthy. Yeah. So like, it's like comes from like your mentality and then it shows physically. Yeah. Like. And even now I feel like, you know, when I f- don't feel good about myself, then that's a time I need to go work out. And mm-hmm. like when I've had a tough day or when I've had something sad or emotional happen, it's like, let me go like 
you know, feel good about myself again and work mm-hmm. out. And like, you know, you have that mentality of like, you know, um, life goes on and, mm-hmm. you know, you want to look, you want to look forward to what's ahead. Yeah. And if you, if you sit at home, sadly, and eat a whole pizza, you're going to be dreading the next day. You're not going to yeah. be looking forward to it. You're like, you, you think it's a good idea, but then the exactly. It's like, yeah. do, it's like you're feeling it's doomsday, yeah. you know? And it's yeah. like, instead you want to be always looking forward to the future, Yeah, you know? So like, what advice would you have for people who, you know, maybe do overeat or aren't as confident and looking to just kind of make a change in their life mentally and physically? <laughs> My advice, Dr. <laughs> Naomi. Um, I think t- talking to somebody about just really, I mean, a lot of it is just also self-reflection. I- I've spent a lot of time by myself you know, analyzing why I do what I do, analyzing my Mm -hmm. behavior, just being very self-reflective. And a lot of us don't have, don't give ourselves that, especially young people, it's hard to really get to that point where you're really self-reflective. But just thinking about what, you know, thinking about how do you feel every day? You know, what does your body feel like when you're, when you're eating? What, why do you go for the food? Why are you going for more food than Mm. like, are you actually hungry? Are you actually hungry? Or like, can you actually go do something to solve a problem? Not just sit here sulking and eating or mm. or feeling like the world is ending because I think I'm, I'm saying this because this is the emotions that I had when I was y- using food as a as an escape you mm-hmm. know and a lot of us everyone has their thing you know whether it's you know drugs or drinking or or sex or whatever just like the escape that you yeah. want you know and you're trying to make um, like it's a good idea to make that escape a healthier type of thing exactly like exercising <laughs> exactly or also just realizing well what what are you trying to run away from what are you yeah. trying to escape and is it something that you can work towards mm-hmm. fixing maybe not fixing today but eventually, eventually. fixing yeah. um so i think definitely like having good friends talking about your issues with people don't internalize so much and bottle things up um because it, it just makes it's just very destructive and i learned that too how to really talk to people about things in my mm-hmm. life and share and not feel like i'm you know vulnerable or like i'm overwhelming people mm-hmm. but yeah definitely um being social i think is a really big part of it too because it'll like do the opposite effect like you could be super healthy and you know only vegetables never drank or anything but then you'll lash out because you're so alone maybe yeah and like also like not hating yourself and like treating yourself but knowing that it's a treat and knowing and just valuing it valuing like and it's like going back to like i was talking to somebody about how like they never cook and they get like takeout every night and it's Mm -hmm. like well if you get takeout even if you can afford it if you get takeout every single night you don't value like a rest you don't value like food made for you yeah i don't know at least for me like i feel like i used to get like delivery every night and it just is like not special anymore and it was just like you know like you worked hard for like cooking your own meal kind of thing or like you know i worked you know just being able to see like just see the value in like doing things every once you know treating yourself every once in a while and how important that is and being okay with like kind of being in a routine which is something that I had a hard time with at the beginning because I'm like a free spirit but I think that routines and um consistency not but like um I'm like I'm like blanking on the word like a tradition like a, a ritual rituals like rituals are really really important and like we you know a lot of I think healthy life is built on like having you know rituals practice a practice like being like being part of a pra- like practicing all the time being in in meditate you know being able to meditate like mm-hmm. all of these things really just mean like placing value on doing certain things every day that are for mm-hmm. yourself yeah and not just for other people all the time that's awesome so 
Well, hopefully that made sense. It did. <laughs> I think we, we got there. Okay, cool, um, cool. Well, thanks so much for taking yeah, the time. Yeah, uh, thank um, you. I hope I didn't blabber on too much, and I hope that everything, like, made sense, because well, I'm just kind of, like, stream of consciousness. No, that's, so. that's perfectly fine. Well, yeah. thank you so much. <laughs> yeah.